Before we get started today, we have a message from our sponsor, 3BR Distillery. 3BR is a producer of unusual craft spirits featuring a kitschy, Slavic punk tasting room in Keyport, New Jersey. 3BR's unique Gorovka spirit, made from peas, is an homage to a family recipe secretly distilled in the USSR. Experience craft cocktails made with Slavic-inspired ingredients in-house. Visit 7 Main Street in Keyport for more. fictional universes, this podcast is here to take you through what is, what isn't, what could have been, and what is simply canon fodder. Welcome back to Cannon Fodder. On today's episode, we have two special guest hosts to talk about the Jurassic Park universe. My name is Ed. I'm Matt. And I'm Anthony. And our two guest hosts today are... My name is Parker. And I'm Christina. Life finds a way. All right. So welcome. Is there a last name? Uh, is that the middle name? No, that's it. That's, <laughs> it. that's it. Christina, life finds a way. That's right. Like when Prince turned his name to the symbol. Like, <laughs> oh. Man. Jeff Goldblum, is this the reason? Are the Jurassic Park movies the reason why Jeff Goldblum is famous? Like, is this, like, arguably his greatest no. moment on TV? Which is, like, the shirtless... Jeff Goldblum. The Fly. The Fly. No. Yeah. Was this was a much better it's scene. It's the one-two yeah. punch of this and Independence Day. Well, no, here's oh, where, Independence Day as well. And, but also, but but Anthony's, I think, Anthony, what, what you mean to say is that, is this the reason, is Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park and the shirtless Jeff Goldblum, yeah. the reason for the resurgence of Jeff oh, Goldblum? Okay. 100%. Okay. Yes. Yes, yeah. I, I, I would say so. Jeff yeah. Goldblum is... As soon as it became a meme, it, that was the end of it. You know, it's funny you brought up Independence Day because he has the same line in Jurassic Park as he has in Independence Day, and I hate them both times. When he goes, we must go faster, we must go faster, we must go faster. <laughs> <laughs> he says it in both Independence Day and in Jurassic Park. And I don't speak, think he says I, that in Jurassic Park. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He does? Literally okay. sitting yes. on the back of the Jeep saying... I, well, I couldn't remember if he, and, No, I know, but I couldn't remember if he said yeah. that line. Anyway, all right, yeah. go on. But, of course, his most iconic line is you're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed no i'm i'm simply saying that life uh finds a way Such which is line. life finds a way which is the name of today's drink of the podcast once again we've gone the to our friends at bolero non-sponsor snort. sponsor are there a most common non-sponsor sponsor yes. yes bolero snort brewery up by the meadowlands i went there yesterday and picked up two um, Jurassic Park beers. They are big Jurassic Park fans. They have a big raptor right in their parking lot. 
in their little um, outdoor seating area. And they but call, is it an Indoraptor? No, it's just a regular raptor. It's just an ex. Actually, I'm kidding. I have never asked so. about the species of raptor. <laughs> I'd be able to tell you if it was, if it was an Indoraptor. I'd be able to tell you. It's, uh, so in their little outdoor seating area is called Bolero Park, which, spoiler alert, is the name of our second beer. So we're going to start with this yeah. sour. It's a very sour. It's zombie-inspired tiki, which means not zombies, the uh, character, zombie, the drink, like the tiki drink. And it's really good, it's, but it's very it sour. It is good. It's, I like it. It's It's super, super sour, but it's really good. Yeah. Excellent. All right, so let's start off with where it all began. By the way, the reason we have two guest hosts today is because Anthony and Matt aren't the biggest fans of said series. Because Jurassic Park sucks, <laughs> and I couldn't sit through. You're so wrong. Six, you are so, so wrong. Six dinosaur movies, like... I, like I'm not sure if dinosaur people are worse than adult Disney people, but like it's pretty close. I, think. <laughs> I mean, the, my my earliest one of my earliest memories is my dad taking me to see this movie in the theaters. So it's also more of a nostalgic thing for me. Yeah, stop making fun of her child. And then man. yeah, and it's really it's really rude. That's why I go to therapy now. So, <laughs> I. I also have a photo of me at like three years old outside of a museum with my dad having me sitting on a stegosaurus. Fair enough. No, okay. sorry, Triceratops. I have a tattoo of a dinosaur on yes, my arm, as does that. my best friend. What dinosaur? Uh, Brontosaurus. Okay. She has a stegosaurus. Nice. Got it. Because, you know, our our friendship can last forever. You bet Jurassic can. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so the point is, is that you were wrong. Jurassic Park is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, what I'm trying to reiterate here is uh, you couldn't be more wrong. You could actually. not be more wrong. <laughs> I have a similar like connection to this movie. Like as these guys already know, uh, I drive a Jeep Wrangler yes. because yeah. one of my favorite memories as a child was my friend Nick Chelko in Minnesota. Shout out to Nick. Uh, his dad picked us up from the theater after seeing the original Jurassic Park in his Jeep Wrangler. And it was a beautiful summer night, and we rode with the top down, and we had just seen Jeep Wranglers in the movie. I can actually tell you every single iteration of the Jeep Wrangler from each Jurassic Park, That's Jurassic amazing. World movie. I am obsessed with Jurassic Park. I love it. And then my son, who is now six, is obsessed with Jurassic Park and dinosaurs. And so I could probably name to you every dinosaur that has appeared in the franchise. <laughs> in, in the franchise. <laughs> Listen, I loved the toys. When I was a kid, they were like some of the most graphic, violent toys. And I'm sure we're going to get into that. But like that's one of the things that I just drew so close with Jurassic Park was just getting a chance to play with the toys. I never really enjoyed the now, Parker. I guess I guess the problem was, too, by the time the sequels started coming out, I was starting to get older and, like, I wasn't a kid anymore, so, like, I don't know. You stopped having fun. Well, <laughs> I, stopped, I stopped liking dinosaurs. It's not like you stopped buying toys, though. I've been to your apartment. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you stopped for, for, liking dinosaurs. I don't have a problem with the dinosaurs. I just have a problem with shitty movies. So the first Jurassic Park, though, <laughs> let's, but let's clarify. Yeah. The first Jurassic Park is an amazing movie. Yeah, I mean, And it, I really like The Lost World also. But everything after that is utter steaming Triceratops shit. Yeah. Well, there is a problem to it where the the same thing just keeps on happening. Like, the first one is groundbreaking. Look, the music is great. Right. And, like, we talked about Goldblum, the rest of the cast. Everything is fun. It's like a picture-perfect uh, blockbuster. Yeah. And obviously, the special effects and the visual effects and, like, the leap forward that this represented. And it's important to note, as we start off here, they started making the movie without having invented much of the technology that makes the movie the way it is. Right. So basically, during pre-production, the idea was to do... Um, animatronics. Right. 
and that they were also going to sprinkle in some computer-generated graphics, but mostly it would be animatronics. It was a motion and blur. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then what happened is that somebody told Spielberg that he could just move the camera while shooting what would be these computer effects when he wasn't supposed to. So there was some miscommunication where up until 1993, the rules were that the camera would be locked off, then you'd be able to do special effects with the computer, and that would be it. But he was under the impression that he could just move the camera. They had never done that before, and they invented the technology because they had to or else there would be no movie. <laughs> wow. And that is why... Yeah, that's like, crazy. But you watch that movie... Some of those special effects are even better than Jurassic World. I would yeah. especially oh, Jurassic 100%. World Dominion. And part of it is yeah. that there are yeah. so the claymation smaller animatronics never happen. So whenever you see like the running dinosaurs or some of the larger wider shots, those are completely computer generated. Obviously, yeah, the T Rex sure. is a mix. Mm -hmm. You know, like sure. there is like right. real puppeteering. There's also like that stuff. And I think that's that's what a lot of the newer movies miss. Everything is computer yeah. journey in the new one. So, we so a lot of the closer shots don't have the same like yeah. texture. And we talk and about this the in the Rotten Tomatoes League all the time. How like the general preference, depending on what you're shooting, is practical effects. Like obviously, right. yeah. if you're in fucking space, you know, like whatever, yeah. certain right. explosions. But like generally speaking, if you can do practical effects, it, it usually is better. Yeah, than it looks CGI. much better. Yeah. yeah, and and the basic premise that you know it's a, the theme park and. Things things go wrong and like you're running away from dinosaurs and it's self-contained. The first movie works really well. Yeah, yeah. And they just rinse and repeat for the next seven movies, and that's why. <laughs> it's like, exactly. It's, 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 it's like oh, they're coming back to it. Like I remember watching Jurassic World the first time, and I was like, I, I had just assumed it was a reboot because I thought that in no possible discernible way could they legitimately say, oh, we're going to try another dinosaur park that exists in the same world as Jurassic <laughs> Park. Like, they go, yes, this seems like a wonderful idea. Let's do another dinosaur well, park. Well, except, except what you're you're neglecting here is is that there is a controversy they talk about in Lost World, which is they that do, yeah. whether or not this actually happened on, is it Isla Nublar is mm -hmm. the original one? Yeah. I think so, yeah. So, like, Jeff Goldblum on that subway train is being discredited by that dude who's mocking him going, oh, right, you saw the dinosaurs. Right. That is a good right. point. So, like, there there are a lot of people who didn't believe that it happened. Right. And then those that did, there was there were people who didn't believe whether or not it happened as it was described by the scientists. Yeah, it wasn't as the, bad. Right. As, exactly. Yeah. Right. That's a good point, yeah. So it would make sense if they're going to open up a theme park. Yeah. However, at the end of Lost World... We did see a T Rex rampage through San Francisco. Yeah, San like Diego. San, Diego, San Diego. Excuse yeah, me, like Godzilla. Dude, <laughs> that's one of my favorite scenes in that movie because, like, up until that scene, like e everything sequentially kind of works and makes sense. Then all of a sudden, it's just like, bam, you're in San Diego. It's awesome. And, like, yeah. and you're just like, wait, and, and, and the T Rex gets off the ship. <laughs> yeah, just by like. Yeah, because, well, like, there, oh, there, hey, what's this button do? Well, there, well, there's, like, you know, there's, like, the classic horror movie, like, you know, radius of stupidity thing, like we talked about, right? The guy's yeah. like, oh, derp, you yeah. know, and then hits the button, and the T-Rex breaks out of the, what looked like aluminum foil, you know, like, it well, did not seem very sturdy. <laughs> do you know how strong T-Rexes are? No, I have not gone to <laughs> Oh, okay, with all right, so you're just assuming that he can't break out. <laughs> I got it. Oh, so we're just throwing assumptions around? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Let's go back to Jurassic the original, though, because there's a lot that I want to talk about with oh, this. Yeah. Okay, right, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, well, this is the best one. All right, yeah. so the most important character, if we're going to be going through the entire series to introduce here, is Dotson, who is a throwaway character in the first movie who meets with 
I don't know what his name is. Uh, um, I thought he was Newman. Dennis, yeah. No, Dennis yeah. Nedry. 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 Dennis Nedry. No, it's Newman. Yeah. It's Newman. Good point, yes. Good. Uh, oh, Dennis Nedry is a badass name, though. I always yeah. like that name. The, so Nedry meeting with Dodson at the, at the beginning of the first movie ends up being very important for the final chapter of the Jurassic World trilogy. Is really? So, e- even in that yes. movie, I feel like... Is it the Barbasol can? Yeah, I'm going to play. The Barbasol can comes back. The Barbasol can does come back. The Barbasol can makes a clip clip here. This is how I felt when he showed up in the next movie. Dodson. Dodson. We've got Dodson here. See, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Even though he showed up again and it was like great continuity, I feel like you're. I understand that all of a sudden he's a big deal. Right. But. They barely, they barely really make a. They don't have a scene or a line that makes it clear that he's the same guy. Exactly. If you weren't paying attention, you it wouldn't know. Me, it it yeah. really took me a long yeah. time to figure it out. I was like, oh, like I think a friend of mine was like, no, that's. And I was like, oh my god, you're totally right. And it's not till the end that you see he has a little in his office. He has a little couple of trophies, you know. Like oh, he had, and, and, and so one Barbasol. of them is the Barbasol can. And Barbasol can. two notes with the Barbasol can. So first off, they show the Barbasol can. In the trailer for the upcoming season of Jurassic Park, uh, sorry, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Mm-hmm. So the final season of Camp Cretaceous will definitely tie in. But also, the Biosyn company that he is in charge of, Dodson, in the yes. final movie, is what he worked for in the first movie, but it's never mentioned by name. But in both the Jurassic World, uh, Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park um, Lost World novels, I knew you were say they that. mention Biosyn repeatedly. Yes. So, okay. so there you go. So well, there you go. In the in the in the in the, uh, in the uh, Rise of Skywalker companion material, <laughs> no, if you haven't read it, Dotson plays a much more significant role in the book, in the book. than he does in the movie. Because in the movie, the only reason I knew, like as you were saying, with the uh, when I was in theater seeing Dominion, is that. A meme that we throw around all the time is that Dotson meme. Yeah. It's like he goes, nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. We do that all the time. So it's like I knew what it was. And as soon as I heard his name, I went, whoa. And I leaned over to my sister and I actually whispered that to her. But um, I, it is important to set that up because even though it's a loose thread, I did think that that was a very effective narrative piece that they tied together that says what happens at the beginning of the original Jurassic Park ends up be- playing a huge role for what happens at the end of Jurassic World Dominion. Would you agree, Matt? No, I would because it's like the, you know, the that the one of my favorite things about the first Jurassic Park is that that whole subplot with Nedry's character and trying to smuggle the things off wherever. Corporate like, espionage. Exactly. It was very well done and they tried to do it in Jurassic World and I don't think it was anywhere near as effective in Jurassic World as it was yeah. in the first movie. Yeah. Like it just it just What was the corporate es- corporate espionage piece of Well, I'm not sure if it was corporate it was more military espionage to hold the Raptors for yeah, yeah, you know, military. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So similar yeah. idea but different, you know. And it just wasn't thing, as yeah. it took oh oh my god, the military? Okay. And at you the know, end like, of Jurassic World they're trying to they're trying to like hold on to pieces of information right exactly and, and research you know so there is that yeah. that that bit which is also to... why Jurassic World Jurassic World two uh, well, I'm sorry Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was really annoying because it followed the same trope as Jurassic World did where yeah. it's like the rich guy you know that's undermining the old rich white guy with the you know secret plot or whatever I'm just like. Eh. <sighs> okay. Well, I mean, in the in Jurassic World, I can't remember what his name is. It's it's Vincent, whatever plays the character. Throwaway character, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's Vince the one that like that's like I yeah brought in whatever he mentions. About oh, you mean how- Vince Vaughn? No, Vincent D'Onofrio. No, Vincent oh. D'Onofrio. No, oh, Jurassic World. Vince Sorry. Vaughn Jurassic was World. in Lost World. Right before he gets killed. His name right is Nick. Right before he gets killed <laughs> yeah. by 
right before he gets killed by Blue. Right. right. He's making a comment about how like they're gonna make they're gonna take the you know the Frankenstein T Rex and make it smaller to make it a Frankenstein Indominus Raptor. Rex. Right. Yeah, the Indominus. I, like, I prefer. Frankensaurus. Yeah, Frankensaurus is much better. Frankensaurus or Franken All right, so from here on out, he's called the Frankensaurus. Yeah, Frankensaurus and Frankenraptor. So then when you get to Fallen Kingdom and they actually have created Frankenraptor, it is a direct correlation from the original world. Yes. And this is actually a cool thing that, like, if we were to go, like, if there was something that was both bad and great about the final Jurassic Park, excuse me, Jurassic World Dominion movie, is that all of these open threads that we're talking about right now, they really do put a concerted effort in place to try to tie them all together. Well, that's impressive. Yes. It yeah. really yeah. is. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that. No, and they did it better not. than Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, well, so, they, did, yeah. they, they did a very good job of, of linking the two stories together. Yeah, the overall story arc for all six movies is much better than the individual story arcs in yes. many of the sequels. I would agree. You know, like, yes. just, j- just what happens in Lost World, and especially Jurassic Park 3... Like oh, yeah. those storylines are terrible. But this but is the same bullshit we had to deal with with Highlander. It's like, right. oh yeah, you also got to watch 100 episodes of the Highlander TV show in uh, order to make Highlander uh, too good. No, like, excuse you know. me, I broke it down. It was very, very simple. Two episodes of the Highlander TV show, and you just reorder the movies. I just want to say way. I love that we've gotten to the point <laughs> in this podcast where we've come. We've come to. So many theories and so many different ways of telling stories that we can now reference absurdities from past episodes to relate to our current topics. Like, and it's always Highlander. It's always, it's always Highlander. Highlander. It's fucking always. Highlander. But it's always the high and low point. What I would say is, is that um, when you're talking about the original novel versus the first movie, all right, one of the things that I think actually is a great disservice of the first movie is that Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum's character, right is so much more interesting in the book. Now, I read these when I was a kid. But does right? the book have pictures, and does he have his shirt off? Uh, the so answer to both yeah. is no. So that's so, one yeah. way where so. that medium fails his character. Fair enough, fair but enough. But I'll hear how you think drawback. it helps him. But so Ian Malcolm in the, uh, in the novel, right, his whole shtick is that he is a scientist who his entire capacity is disproving the work of other scientists. So he's actually kind of like a dick. Almost like a Houdini, because Houdini would do that to all of the, the like, charlatans. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So and like so he like you would think that there's some sort of like altruism behind that, but there really isn't. In the book, like everybody hates him, include and the reason that he is doing this trip to Jurassic Park is because any legitimate researcher will not go anywhere near it because it's genetic yeah. splicing. So then Jeff Goldblum's character, Ian Malcolm, is one of the few people who will take the opportunity because he's like, you know, kind of a publicity whore. He's somebody <laughs> who loves to disprove scientists and disprove research and, and make money for himself in doing so. Right. So his character is never really strictly defined as a good guy or a bad guy. And in the book, they really emphasize that. And then in the second book, In the Lost World, which was actually written on request by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, because they actually optioned the first book before it was released. Right. Like, right. So these, so the book and the movie are more intertwined than most series would be. And so when, they, right. when he said, here's what I want you... He knew he could only get Jeff Goldblum back out of the original cast. So he goes, I want you to write a book about Ian Malcolm and Ian Malcolm when he went back after Jurassic Park actually denied anything happened so he because he was worried about being discredited himself he he discredited the claims of the people who survived this massacre with him so he's actually kind of this dick 
in the books, which is really interesting and really like intriguing as a character arc to try to explore. And they just throw that all away in the movies. Well, they kind of, I mean, it's, it's kind of a nod to it in lost world when you, like you were describing before, when he's on the train and he's getting accused of, Oh yeah. Like you really saw it. Like, Dinosaurs, it's kind of like a nod to that, where it's sure. just yeah. in the opposite way. And Alan Grant always viewed him as that. Dude. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Rightly yeah. or wrongly, Alan Grant always loved he, him as Yeah, that he hated him right <laughs> off the bat, yeah. <laughs> all right, so so we've kind of talked about both of the first two movies, which of all the films, I would say the first two are the most connected. Oh, they're definitely. Both, they're both directed by Spielberg. Easily, yeah. Um, yep. they're, they're the most connections. I mean... They have a they have a couple cameos. Not only uh, does Richard Attenborough return, but his two grandkids come back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, a little cameo. Yeah. So they Tim, did th- my first crush. Uh. <laughs> Tim, the little kid. Your first crush the got kid electrocuted. Gets electric- yeah, the kid that gets yeah. electrocuted like a chooch. I was like seven. I mean, I was really into Tim. I was like, he knew a lot about dinosaurs. He oh my god. <laughs> even even so when good. I was even when I was that age, I remember, so I, I distinctly remember Jurassic Park being the first movie where I got mad at a character. Because that scene where he's on the fence, I remember being like, "Just let go, you yeah. fucking idiot! Yeah. Just, just yeah. do it! Just Are you just fucking drop. kidding me? Just go. like I was so mad no, about you know it. You're, when you're being electrocuted, uh, the, uh, your your muscles muscles up. tense can't, up. Can't let no, but my point is, he had plenty of time to jump off the fence before the electric before the power came or back. keep climbing down or keep climbing down. Exactly. Like right. he so had, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not mad that he got electrocuted. I'm mad that he could have prevented it. Yeah. Why wasn't this kid being chased by dinosaurs who just saw people die? Why wasn't he like more in it? Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, get your shit together, kid. Interesting thread across all the movies. Where is his safe space? There are always children involved. Always. Right? Yeah. And, like, I think that was actually a miscue from the first movie, where if you say what was really fascinating was this group of non-parents being forced to become parents for these two children that are lost in them. And I think that creates this really interesting dynamic. And then they tried to recreate that in every movie. Yeah. Yes. And you're kind of going, it doesn't work as well with yeah. Claire and Owen and the clone girl, Maisie, whatever. Yeah, her name I was is. gonna say, except for the clone. It's so not that even was like a real child. So I, so I'm, so I'm slogging my way through Jurassic World two, lo- yeah. or Fallen Kingdom, or whatever. Fallen right? Kingdom. Yeah, I'm yeah. slogging through this movie. I'm like so disinterested. And then all of a sudden, they just yeah, throw out, do you know what yeah. she is? And I'm like, I, then I, 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 it, it, I peeked up, and I'm like, what was that? Yeah. And, and when he explains she's a clone, I'm like, okay. I'm she's like, Indo-human. Oh, right. Indo-human, that's right. I'm she's like, hang on. Franken-clone. Yeah, Franken-clone, please. Like, <laughs> that's where we're going with this movie now. <laughs> and we, I mean, but we've skipped over... Jurassic Park 3, which is the weakest of the originals. Oh. It is comically bad. So Jurassic I, Park 3 I is love to it. me the way that I – like <laughs> the way that most people view Jurassic Park 3 is the way I view the whole franchise. Wow. Like, <laughs> it's the way everybody at this table views you. Yeah, also <laughs> correct. Yes. I'm like, that's rude. Your opinion is wrong. <laughs> yeah, Christina, are you going to actually defend 2001's Jurassic Park 3 oh, directed by do. Joe Johnson? Please. Um, please do. I am absolutely not because it's terrible. I would actually say – w- I'm going to say that Jurassic Park 3 is the worst of the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. I would agree I with that. I wanted every single person to die with the exception <laughs> of obviously Alan Grant. Um – I remember nothing from... I have seen that movie probably 50 times. I remember nothing from it except for at a certain point, Alan Grant is asleep on a plane and a raptor starts talking to him in his sleep. And yep. that is when I am done with yeah. that movie. Yep. The only That's fairly done. early on. Isn't that the first 20 minutes? Yes, yeah. The only memorable things in that movie are... Um, the the guy getting run over by the plane when they're trying to escape. He got um, eaten. He didn't yeah. get run over well, by the plane. Right, he he got almost eaten. got run over. Yeah, he got yeah. eaten by... He was like, please um, stop. And then the 
dinosaurs. Like, yeah. The kid's extremely punchable face. Like, he has such a punchable face, and I did not want him to survive. T-Bone. Big shout-out to Trevor Morgan. Fan of the show. (laughs) Taya Leone. The entire movie. I just, I wanted her to get ripped in half by a fucking Tyrannosaurus. She was so hard to watch in that movie. Every scene she was in made my skin crawl. It was so overacted, so just... Uh, it was like, yeah, it was. I can't even describe how bad it was. I, I, I thought it was. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was great. No, <laughs> my favorite part of that movie no is way. at the, the beginning movies. when the kid gets caught. He's doing like a um, like a, a ride. It's called Dino Dash Soar S O A R. Yeah, like his like his, oh like, the parasailing thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the name of it. His yeah. future Dino stepdad is bringing Dino him like it's very clever. They, you know yeah. they they go right by the islands that they can see. You know because there's like some sort of quarantine on the island, so technically they're not stepping foot on the island. Right. But obviously, whenever dinosaurs and humans interact, things go wrong and everybody dies all the time. Oh, and, and all, this is such a filled with all yeah, these classic so horror tropes. Well, I was gonna, I was just yeah. gonna say one of the horror tropes that was so irritating was when the skeleton comes down from the they're like they 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 had, they had established that they could have been there for like what eight weeks like yeah, the body would months. not have de- decomposed to no, that like it, it was, was like they were yeah they were picking the away shot. at him yeah. up there it was like uh, it was like an apple on a string you know like at Halloween parties and like the dinosaurs were just like you have a lot of slowly picking away with at him. dead bodies decomposing in an in Parker's ad, experience in that, yeah decomposed based yeah. on yeah. Sense. <laughs> Look, if I if, if I were a Spinosaurus and there was a tasty, delicious meal hanging from a tree by a string, I wouldn't just scarf it down. I would nibble it at my convenience. I disagree. You pick the apple from the tree. You don't sit there and bite at it. That's so what you would saying. eat the there's core. No, there's no You'd way the, the body would have remained up if there. If I was a dinosaur, probably. No, no, yeah, no. There's no, no way the, the body would have remained. Yeah, These dinosaurs can talk. They're smart. That's they know true. what's going on. They just established that they can talk. I will be the fierce defender of Jurassic Park three. By the way, I'm tempted to believe Parker over everybody else since he said Spinosaurus. He's the only one who who threw out a name and of a name dinosaur, dinosaur in this conversation. Uh, the Spinosaurus. Just gives him an authority. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. Triceratops. I said, I said wasn't a I carnivore. Brontosaurus earlier. I brought up a Triceratops. Yeah. Frankensaurus is totally legit. Oh come on, the Frankensaurus. Yeah. Indominus Rex guys. Okay. Um, yeah. So here's something that's really interesting about Spinosaurus, which is your first piece of fodder here. Um, the Spinosaurus. There have only been two recovered skeletons ever. Only one in total. And that skeleton was destroyed by a bomb in World War II. Really? Ah. The first ever full-body skeleton of the Spinosaurus was in a museum, and it was in Germany. And what Adolf Hitler used to do was use museums as bases because he thought that the uh, Allies would not bomb museums. And so in an attack on Germany, turns out <laughs> that museum yeah, was destroyed and the skeleton, the only full skeleton of the Spinosaurus was destroyed. And so now there are actually researchers who claim that the Spinosaurus never actually existed. Because they've they not seen these movies? It's right they fi- no, no. <laughs> but what they think is that it was actually an really? aquatic only dinosaur, not an amphibious dinosaur, as it is depicted both in the movie and in the museum. That wow. and there is there is some theory that because so the Brontosaurus, as they knew it when the first movie came out, is now actually quite different. It's a Brachiosaurus. Be- yeah, exactly. Right. So mm-hmm. like the so there is a history of the way researchers in early uh, archaeology would piece together dinosaurs they didn't know how all the pieces and it looks yep. like it works so i guess you're right so maybe the right. spinosaurus 
was placed together with different bones. Exactly. And we can compare them now because they were destroyed. When we were kids, there were like five dinosaurs. Yeah. It was like pterodactyl, brontosaurus, triceratops, T-Rex, yeah. velociraptor. Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. And now it's like, now that we're like adults, it's like. Mastodon. Yeah, they're like, Mastodon's not a dinosaur, you jackass. It was during the same, no, yeah. right after. Power Rangers. Yeah. Just, you know, but it's like, now there's like so many variations that the pterodactyl. <laughs> Power Rangers wouldn't lie to me. The pterodactyl no longer exists, believe it or not. Really? It is now a pterodon. Is oh. the type of dinosaur? But the pterodactyl right. was in Jurassic Park. Well, they it also was. were supposed to have like feathers and stuff, and I just choose to ignore that science. Well, that's interesting. They f- they actually kind of do a head fake to the right. feathers. They do, yep. yeah. yeah. In Jurassic Dominion. World Dominion, but I'll also say something about that. I've I've often thought about how do you make these movies realistic. I'm really trying to defend them because I like them yeah. so much. Yeah. I would say in the same way, which we haven't gotten to, that the the dinosaurs are able to asexually reproduce because of right. the frog DNA. Yes. Right. Life finds a way. Life finds a way. I mean, that yeah. was the whole point of the lost yeah, world. Don't they specifically say that? Yeah. Right. No, no. Yes. But in that no. same way, what I'm saying is that maybe the reason why the dinosaurs at the park don't have the feathers they're supposed to have oh, I see. is because part of either the frog DNA or what other DNA they put in that, that were missing in the genome, right. that those took away the feathers. Uh, This was retconned, actually, in the movies. Dr. Wu explains. That it wouldn't be. He goes, you didn't want dinosaurs that looked periodic accurate. You wanted dinosaurs that looked scary. Yeah. 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 So we took away their feathers. He actually retcons it because the velociraptor is way taller than it would be on its skeletons. Um, And then, yeah, with things like the T-Rex, they were like, it actually has feathers. And then that that long trailer that came out before Fast and the Furious 9, which I'm assuming assuming all of us saw Fast and the Furious 9. (laughs) The the prehistoric trailer? The one where they go to space? Yes. Yeah. Uh, So the prehistoric trailer shows the T-Rex with feathers on him right. and that is or her and that's the one that the mosquito famously draws the blood from yeah right. it's stuck in the amber and that's what sets everything yes. off so yes. you see the original dinosaur had feathers on her yes and then th- yeah so that- now what they need to do is make a pixar prequel <laughs> movie it's made they- by universal studios so it'd be like minions dreamworks dreamworks yeah. then whatever <laughs> oh man all right tucker so, uh, illumination is universal <laughs> yes yeah. yes yeah. illumination yeah. but couldn't you see them making like a prequel movie like animated where it's like they, they, they tell the story of the mosquito getting that like no the, but that the is movie ends so with so that's what he's talking about yeah, like, yeah that's it, the trailer it was it was just a short trailer oh. that told the life yes yeah, so, so they released I didn't see fast and furious so, yeah so by mr dna yeah. So they yeah. called it the Mr. Prologue. DNA, I think, was one of my favorite things. Yeah. That was great, In yes. the first movie. Because they explained their entire science yes. through a theme park ride. Like, that was one of the things it's that really makes brilliant you, like... Because you need that exposition. Like, get, yeah. But that's exposition really puts that you totally in the moment. works. But it also gives you an idea of, like, what they were going for with the theme park, too. Like, it really, like, it, it totally makes sense. And it explains to the, like, like to the layman what they're doing. Because this is also in the infancy of DNA. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know DNA is not very well understood. You know, because this is this is you know right around the time of the OJ trial, which is also when DNA really came into like right. you know the, the consciousness of the average. Well, person. and it was so, right around the first time that they started cloning, like cows. This is a couple years before cows. Dolly, but yeah, but right, it, it, yeah. It, it, everything's in its infancy. So obviously, right. it's it's cutting edge science fiction. It's not like right. Star Trek where it's a yeah. hundred years in the future. This is like oh, this is doable in the next ten years. Yeah, I love yeah. that one of the mercenaries in Jurassic Park three is was his name Michael Jeter. Is that his name, Michael Jeter? Uh, I know his last name is Jeter because yeah, he's, the, like that, he's yeah. the the other Jeter. I've only known of one other, and that's the baseball player, <laughs> Derek Jeter. 
And it's like <laughs> greatest shortstop of all time. He is. Yeah. He's the nerdiest, scrawniest pipsqueak in the history of time. And they're like, here's this fierce mercenary that we're hiring. <laughs> and not only is he not fierce, but he gets killed like a little bitch in that movie, <laughs> where the dinosaurs drag him to the middle of a circle. They're all hiding around him, and then like as they're leaving, they're like, ah, oh, fuck it, and they just snap his neck. You're like, holy yeah, shit! Heck with him. Well, he's not a good mercenary because well, well, that gets into that's one of the first times that you know that William H. Macy and Tay Leone's characters are, the, the Kirby's, are actually not as rich as they, they, they claim. Not rich at they, all. They, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they basically, their their kid is in trouble, and they front themselves as though they are That was the most people. ridiculous reveal yeah. of the entire... We're poor. <gasps> <gasps> but not only that, they're, they're, they're poor and stupid, and because stupid. it's 2001. Yeah. The internet exists. There have been books about this. They should be able to know the difference between the two islands. Yeah. yeah. They, they should be hiring Ian Malcolm. Oh, yeah. yeah. God. Oh. That's what I love too, is because because they bring on. Alan Grant because he knows the island. Right. And yeah. they realize, oh, you've never been here either. Yeah. Oh, it's I mean, he's helpful island. because he's at least seen dinosaurs and he's studied them his whole life. But I do like how the yeah. whole conceit as to why he's there doesn't make sense. I also love that the cell phone, like the ringtone from that is oh, in, the, yeah. in Jurassic Park 3. Yes. And it's like, it yeah. is the most generic ringtone. And he goes, this is my dad's hardware store appliance <laughs> theme song. It's like something like hard, like Harvey's hardware or something. And he's singing to it. And you go, no, 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 no. That was every Nokia phone ever. He didn't, that was not a jingle <laughs> that you made up for this. And there were so many like ridiculous moments. Like when he kicks in the, uh, uh, the vending machine or whatever, and then like yeah. the oh, when they when they have to dig the satellite phone out of the shit. No, 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 no. The corniest. <laughs> that's that is a funny part. The that's corniest funny, part yeah. of that whole movie is Billy saving the kid. So whatever the kid's name is, I forget. But no, Billy, it matter. Billy, who is the most throwaway character in the history of time, all he does is he steals the raptor eggs. Yeah, yes. But now he's gonna go. St- he's gonna go save the kid. And how does he do it? The parachute that he ripped off of the dead yes. stepfather. Yes. He packed into a backpack, yes. and now and they are up. parachuting among the pterodactyls. <laughs> Is the best sequence in that movie that so by crazy. far. That's definitely like Fast and the Furious logic that you can just oh, yeah. reuse a parachute. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> just throw it in a backpack and then it was, it'll just that's come out. All it is. It yeah. was on the same level of corny too. It's like there, there are a few there are a few movies that have scenes like that that like get me like amped to get back into the movie and they totally let me down and Jurassic World is one of them. Mm-hmm. That scene, you know, where they launch the raptors out like they're racehorses and they're riding through like, yeah. I'm Which so fucking amped. Like, like, I yep. get like, yeah. that, like that's when yeah, I really get really into cool that movie. Scene. Yeah. And then within 90 seconds, oh shit, it's got raptor DNA. Now we're fucked. Like <laughs> everything just falls apart. <laughs> like the, the only other time I had a moment like that I remember was in the, the first Ghost Rider movie with Nick Cage. Yeah. Because like, that movie was like, Pretty bad, but there was that one scene where he reunites, where he, he uh, I'm sorry, he discovers Sam Elliott's character, and he's like an old ghost rider, and there's that badass scene where mm-hmm. they're riding together, and you're like, yeah, two ghost riders are gonna fuck shit up, and then Sam Elliott's like, all right, man, this is as far as I can go, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> see ya. I was like, it just, just sucked everything out of me. I was like, yeah. <laughs> the only other item I have on my notes for Jurassic Park three was that okay. They they used early early 3D printing <laughs> to print the the larynx of a velociraptor oh, so that God. they can mimic the noises that they make. And at the end of the movie, when he they're all he goes bow down, bow down, and they all are bowing down to the raptors, and they push the eggs forward, and he goes use this, and he hands them the little like velociraptor <laughs> flute, yeah. and he chimes it out, and he goes no 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 no. 
tell them you need help. And then he, he manages to use it in a different way to make it sound like that, like, ooh, ooh, noise. And I'm going, how in the fuck? Where did we learn along the way that he knew how to do this shit? Oh, God. He knew how to talk raptor all of a sudden. The, the other thing I love about Jurassic, the other thing that's so absurd, like it, it jumps so many sharks in this oh. movie, is that uh, the, minute, the, 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 the minute... Yeah, right. yeah. Dude, in, at the Megalodon. end, right, at the end where they make it to the shoreline again, and there's like... They're, they're, like, storming Normandy, like, all those, like, amphibious vehicles. She like, called the Navy and the Marines. Right? There's, like, there's like a hundred <laughs> soldiers that show up, like, what is happening here? Like, Laura Dern has a, like, has a lot of uh, pull. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, is Laura Dern in the CIA? Is that, like, a theory we have to explore? I like, want to know what phone number movie? you pick up and you call and just be like, uh, I need the, the Navy, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and the yeah. Marines. Can you please send one Navy? <laughs> one, I would like one. One Navy. One of the one Navy. Marines, please. Thank you. And so, not surprisingly, after 2001's Jurassic Park 3, there was a little bit of period of time where there wasn't another Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, Those thank, were the dark thank, ages. Thank the dark, dark ages. Now, there was 2015's Jurassic World, though. Yes. And well, I think we have differing opinions at this table, and I think Christina can defend it better than I can, so I'll let her in a moment. The only thing I will say is what I like about this movie is that and why basically it works better than the previous two sequels is that it's different in the sense that okay now there is an open park so yeah. so the stakes and the, and everything is very different because because now there are so many more people you have crowds of people being attacked you mm -hmm. have a you have the evacuation aspect of it and you also have the fact that like there are procedures in place like and there is an aspect to it where it makes sense that this could happen because these people have been in charge of a park for 10 years without incident. So there's like that, oh, they're, um, they're a little bit, oh, look at you laughing. Does, okay, no, yeah. does it look like I'm whacking <laughs> off on screen? <laughs> does it, what? Does it look like I'm whacking off on screen? Because I'm petting a dog underneath here. <laughs> but my oh, arms go on like this <laughs> underneath the table. What dog? Yeah. Is there a dog here? Yes. No, what, a very sweet dog that keeps pawing at me. What no. was making me laugh was Ed's comment about the people running from the park in Jurassic World. It just made me think of the one one of the scenes that stand out for me in that movie because it's so absurd. Is the, the, when all the pterodactyls or pterodons or whatever awesome. are, are, are like They're right dimorphodons. Here. Right. But the the woman, uh, the, chick, the chick that plays Lana Luther in Supergirl, yeah. forget her name. Yeah. She's like, a, you know, the one of the yeah. yeah. And she she gets like scooped up and then like tossed to another one and then like tossed to another one and like somehow her body hasn't broken yet. Drops in the ocean. They dive bomb into the into the yes. water. Just, like the whole her whole death scene was just like so ridiculous. It's almost a death scene like you want to see for a villain. She's yes, just a person. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She got done dirty. I mean. It, Yes, she did, but I, I actually really like that scene because it's like, I mean, it's kind of fucking cool. Like, that thing comes out, it's like, comes out and, like, grabs her. It's like, this is, like, the one, it's, I mean, she's basically the one person that we got to know that we can kill. Right. I, I, I guess so. I mean, you're that's, not wrong. I mean, yeah, that's a, it's. It, yeah. There's, there's no one else, like, who else are you going to kill? You can't kill the aunt or the two kids. And Chris you well, could they, have, they you have done that to Vincent D'Onofrio's character. Yeah, and they killed the park owner too. Yeah, yeah. I, you kind of like him. I love that. No, kind of what I like, like about him. that is that is such like rich person bravado bullshit. I'm flying I, my I, own helicopter. I love that. Oh, he's yeah. like, and what I love is that like he could have just like this whole thing could have been Not solved. That, yeah, <laughs> and like he could have survived like if he just wasn't an asshole. It's almost like how when Jeff Bezos went to space, like you're always just like right. it's really dangerous for him to be testing his spacecraft. 
Right? The reason you're a billionaire is so that you can hire other people. Like, see, so, so I know there are people joking about. It. I wasn't rooting for Jeff Bezos to to die, but I was. Just, but, <laughs> okay, I don't want to say I was rooting for him. But, but I was. Well, that was the best part of Iron Man too. When he goes, yeah. when he's at Monaco, he's yeah. like, "What's the point of owning a million dollar race yeah. car if you're not yeah, going to drive, drive it?" Drive it yeah. Like it was yeah. so great. But when Bezos, you know how hard is to drive in Monaco? But when Bezos was going into space, like my, my initial thought was just like, "How terrible would it be if this is the way he dies?" Like you were the richest person on earth, and you died, and and like this guy, you died in space. Well, I mean, I don't know, it's yeah. pretty epic. Yeah, I was gonna say pretty poetic, I, really. I, I, Blown no, up but, in your giant. But, but he could have waited, had somebody else <laughs> die in space, and then he goes to space. No, is what I mean. I think also, just like Mizrani, he could have just let anybody. I could else definitely solve think it. of worse ways to go. Well, I mean, it's like yeah. you die, of, you die of your own hubris, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's like a you know a common theme, especially in these movies. Don't we all? Also in life. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I liked. I mean, I actually found him to be kind of a likable character, though. Ms. Ronnie. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did too. Whole thing when when mm-hmm. when he talks to Claire and he's like, "How's everything going?" and she's like, "Oh, well, our profits are this," and he's like, "No, no, no! Like, are people having a good time?" Right. Because he wasn't an out and out douchebag, but like he was just like, just enough of a douche that you didn't really hate him. You like kind of liked him. The best shot of him in that movie is like right when the helicopter lands and he gets out and he's all smiles and he's like putting his suit coat on and the pilot runs over to the side of the landing mat and barfs. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, he's, just, he's just being dramatic. Yeah. And it's just like, it's such like a throwaway little sequence, but it's so hilarious that they were like, but it's a good, it's a good foreshadowing of he's not a good pilot. Right. He should not be leaving yeah. this. And he wasn't, a, he wasn't a good runner of, of the park. He was not executing good corporate relationships with this military thing, which another thread that they tie back together, actually, is the fact that Vincent D'Onofrio, who is trying to train raptors to become military weapons, we see what those final raptors look like in Dominion, and they fuck shit up. They are terrifying looking. (laughs) That is a cool through line from Jurassic World where you Uh, say, you think that like they've just kind of been like, well, D'Onofrio's character, we're just going to kind of forget this happened. No, in Dominion, they bring it back in a really weird way, but right, it leads to a great sequence. Right, because it's not military. It's some sort of like third black market. party black market thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, you're right, because what they basically use is uh, they have a laser pointer. And if the trainer puts a laser pointer Well, yeah, they, they established that in, in yeah. Fallen mm-hmm. Kingdom. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah with the, but, but you the see Indoraptor. The Indoraptor, yeah. yeah. With all these That's others. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Which Wait. was also a very, I mean, jumping ahead to Dominion, that was like the first 15 minutes I was like this... I'm disappointed in this. I'm afraid my childhood's going to be ruined by this movie. And then when we got to the the chase sequence, when they were in, um, was it Monaco? They weren't in Monaco. Right? No, we I know what you're talking about. about. Uh, we were just talking about Monaco, so now I'm going to think it's Monaco. Anyway, not Monaco is where they are, and they have that whole chase sequence with these trained raptors. I was right. like, okay, I'm back in. I'm yes. in. I'm watching this. Still wouldn't be too upset if Claire died in the situation or Chris Pratt for that matter. But I'm into or Chris it. Pratt. I'm loving what's happening right now. This is the movie that I signed Brutal. up for. Brutal. I loved. I, I you just reminded me. We were talking about the Indoraptor in uh in Frank, Franken Raptor. Uh, the Franken Raptor. No, the whatever one was in Fallen Kingdom. Franken Raptor. Yeah. Yeah. The the scene where the where where fucking wild or Buffalo Bill goes into the cage, right? Yes. And I'm sitting yes. there watching. He, yeah. shoots, he shoots the tranks. The raptor is down, and he goes into the cage, and I'm like, 
wonder what's going to happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it, but it's just so great because it, it turns into like a Looney Tune. It's like a Yosemite Sam yes. and Bugs Bunny bit, right? Where like the I'm tail crazy. comes up, he looks behind him, the raptor opens his eye, looks around, <laughs> no, closes no, no. his eye, come back I Way worse. Like, he smiles, too. Yes, the, the end the of that movie, the third act, was just all Looney Tunes I said to An- I like, said to Anthony, when the raptor kills him, I'm like, I'm like fooled you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was worse, though, okay? That guy going into the cage and getting killed by the Indoraptor, or the president of InGen going down into the boat oh, in Jurassic Park 2, <laughs> yes, oh, and the T Rex manages to tiptoe yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. down the stairs. He has no idea <laughs> on a boat, it's coming down behind him. It's the best. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I forgot about that part. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the, the, yep. Jurassic World really goes off the rails. I feel like the whole series can just be. Uh, well, like, it's only in that last scene. It's only yeah. only when they get to the yeah. U.S. to the U.S. to San Diego yeah. does it go oh, off no, Jurassic the rails. Part two, yeah, but I'm saying yeah. the Jurassic World series falls apart quickly. Oh, Jurassic oh, World. Oh, very. Yeah. yeah. And like, and I feel like the whole series can be summed up by this little clip. Oh, I played the wrong clip, everybody. Oh, okay. uh, moving on. It was uh, really fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fabulous. <laughs> really fabulous. Uh, sorry, uh, the, the, uh, clip number three is what it was. Isn't that why you have the document? Like, You don't even know what the document is. This clip. <laughs> You've literally never read a single doc. <laughs> we just went and made a new dinosaur? Probably not a good idea. Anyway, Matt I can right, you can cut post. this out. Anyway, post. I'll fix you that. You just in went post. and made a new dinosaur. I'll fix that in post, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> probably not a good idea. Was it was it Chris was it Chris Pratt talking about made a new dinosaur? The 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 lady making him yeah. come. He has oh this my great God, line so in Jurassic World too. <laughs> just remember, you're the one who made me come. <laughs> And then he, and he just he just he it would be just, better if he like looks at the camera like yeah. 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 and then walks away. That was Best so line awesome. in the entire movie. Uh, also, Fallen Kingdom has Ian Malcolm for like thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. the beginning, like when yeah. they're yeah. yeah. which such a letdown. is something that they don't yeah. recon. That is actually a thread they leave untied because Claire and Ian Malcolm are on opposite sides of that debate. Right. Yeah. Ian Malcolm yeah. saying we need to leave them to die. This yes. they were never meant to be here. We right. should leave them to die. And Claire is actually trying to lead a group to go and save them. Right. Yeah. And then when you get to Dominion, you would think they would recognize each other and be like, "Oh, I know you. You're the douchebag from the Senate hearings, yeah. and I'm the yeah. one that got arrested because I was trying to save all the dinosaurs on the island." We know each other, and we fucking hate each other. And instead, they're just like, "Doctor Malcolm. Oh yeah, nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> It's like they just kind of throw that all away. But that was such an, in my mind, that was a cool element that Malcolm, similar to how he was in the early books, mm-hmm. is this ambiguous character that you were not supposed to know what side he was on. And then in Dominion, he goes to work for the bad guys. And it well, would have been a cooler reveal if it was yeah. like he was a good guy all along, but you never knew. Almost like a, uh, a Snape from uh, right. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Right. Thank yeah. you. And of course, the thing about him and Dominion is that he only accepts that job because he doesn't trust them. But I think that Precisely. is but that is one through line all the way through. Is that he takes the initial job at Jurassic Park because he doesn't trust them. Right. The only reason he goes to the lost world at Isla Sorna, the second island, mm-hmm. is because of um his ex wife and because he doesn't his trust girl, his, his current girlfriend. girlfriend. His current oh, girlfriend. Oh, girlfriend. Current girlfriend. Sorry, forgive yeah. me. Yeah. But his yeah. girlfriend yeah. and Probably he his doesn't. future ex wife. Future ex wife. I guess ex-wife. I guess yeah, by by ex-wife. Dominion she's his ex wife. Yes. And so he goes there to save her, and because he doesn't trust right. the dinosaurs. Right. Wait. And then in Fallen Kingdom, he testifies that they can all be killed, or 
let to die. Is yes. Is Vince Vaughn in yes. Dominion? No. 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 What a fucking letdown. You know what? The biggest letdown I will say in Dominion, and since they brought back the other three legacy characters, you know, Sattler, Grant, and Malcolm. Yep. They don't bring back the two kids. Well, they were fucking yeah. useless anyway. But that would have been a nice thing if they were to be brought back in some way. I, I feel you know, like you're right. They didn't bring back the two kids from the Jurassic Park or Jurassic World original yeah. movies. Right. But the kids from Jurassic World, I connected with less. First Do off, those two kids even role, act? But awesome. Well, Do they even act? You're well, asking? Well, the, the original kids from Jurassic oh, Park. Oh, I don't know. Well, they could have also recast them. I mean, That's you know, true, like they yeah. recast the kid in... Um, one does. Well, Lexi, Lexi, does, Lexi does not. The girl who plays Lexi. Uh, Tim is played by Jason... Man Alexander. Man, no. Yes. No. Like, uh, George Costanza. Uh, he, okay. he was. Um, he was in um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's impressive. Wow. That you know that. Wow. I, 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 do we need to go back to my six-year-old crush on him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot you did mention that. You did mention that crush. He was the so I guess it's not just a six-year-old crush. I guess it's a current crush. Isn't it? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I wouldn't be against it. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Shout out. You hear that, Tim? We would have, tag him right we would now. Have so, we would have so much to talk about. What's his name, Tim? Yeah. What? I'm blanking on his last name. It's not as big a crush oh, as we that's thought. Something that's... He does have, he does have two of the funniest name. lines. I would keep my last name anyway. Oh, I was going to say, don't you have a little notebook where you've been saying Christina blank? Christina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Tim has two of my favorite lines in the Jurassic Park, in all of Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. One is when uh, they find him in the car in the tree, and he just like pokes his head around. And he's okay, and he goes, "I threw up." I threw up. <laughs> 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 but then, then when they fall down yeah. to the ground, the car falls on top, of him, and he goes, "We're back in the <laughs> car <laughs> again." <laughs> that was a great line. <laughs> Joseph Mazzello is his name. I said Mazzullo. I was close. You were close. Yes. Yeah. Those goombas, we all sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, you know, talking about Jurassic World, and this is something I had said earlier, um, I, when we talk about the entire franchise, the thing that I think that Jurassic World does, Jurassic World and all of its, in its two uh, subsequent films, the thing that it does is I think it carries the story of the original Jurassic Park much better than Jurassic Park Lost World and Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic Park was originally conceived as this way of, of um, addressing genetically modified foods. This was like what right, he did. Like, right. we're going to take these things, we're going to genetically modify them, and it's, like, and it's like, you shouldn't do that. Jurassic World, to me, is relevant in that we would still fucking do that. Like, we would still, like, and, <laughs> yeah. and like, I mean, like, like we watch yeah. these movies and we're like, that's ridiculous, but it's like, no, 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 we would do that. We would see yeah. that something is unsafe. We would see that this is something that we shouldn't do. Yeah, but I want to see like, dinosaurs. Don't you want to see a dinosaur? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yo, it would be the most Instagrammable moment of all time. You, well, like, you, oh, forget tigers, yo, man. Oh, T-Rex, yeah, me and my boy. What I find is interesting about Jurassic World what I think is interesting about Jurassic World is it's like I think part of its cheese factor, like yeah. the you know like the Starbucks that's there, the Margaritaville, like those things, like that is exactly what would happen. Like yeah, we yeah. would it's take normal. something, like, we, yeah, every day, yeah, yeah, exactly. We would make something like we would just be like we would we would Disneyfy it. We would like you know we mm -hmm. would just absolutely yeah. And I think it's plausible that if dinosaurs existed again, yes, there would become a poacher market for it. Yes, there would become Absolutely. a black market for it. Yes, there would be yeah. militarization Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. I do think that they actually put a lot of thought into how we as humans would actually embrace 
bringing something back that would no longer keep us at top of the food chain. I right. think that that's yes. actually a lot of thought that they put into this movie franchise as as the sequels took off. Whether or not they executed on each of them to their best ability, it's up for debate. But I actually, as far as like the Jurassic World trilogy is concerned, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. Even yes. Fallen Kingdom, which a lot of people hate, even it's Dominion. It's the weakest of the three by far, but yes. It depends but on not, what... But not the weakest of the six. No, right. no right. definitely not the weakest of the six. <laughs> But I also think that like the whole auction, like the black market auction, that of the was dinosaurs. a very cool scene. Yeah, that was a very very cool scene. I, I could have gone yeah. for the world that they set up the In a Fallen Kingdom, where dinosaurs and humans are together and and, and like living. That's together. what I wanted. Yeah, I wanted more of that. So for, there is a Battle of Big Rock. It's Love available it. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Actually, so Colin Trevorrow directed it. It's yes. actually and it was released on FX to a company, you know, like the release of the movie on okay. FX. And it's like basically it's a short film, it's a sequel and it just takes place um like park rangers are like chasing like a dinosaur that gets loose in a park and like there's this whole sequence where like people are like, you know, just being attacked as they're going camping in a national park. It's very very Americana gets destroyed by dinosaurs. You don't see enough of that in Dominion. In fact, right. they, but the the way the timeline works in Dominion is that you kind of skip over the time period where dinosaurs are running rampant. There are still plenty of dinosaurs, mostly in North America, but all over the world. But most of the dangerous ones have been taken to a sanctuary in Europe. So the idea is that, like, you skip over what could have been that crazy, you know, like, 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 you know, like police are responding to like a raptor in, you know, suburbia. Right. And all that crazy stuff. Like, I was expecting more of that. And oddly enough, in Dominion, I don't know, you two haven't seen it. The major storyline involves dinosaurs almost tangentially. Like, what yeah. they're really trying to do, what the heroes are trying to do to stop the bad guys is that the bad guys, in this case now, Biosyn, getting back to Dodson as we were talking about, they have taken the original technology that they use to make dinosaurs. To then, um, to then bring back other species and also just genetically modify everything. And basically what they've done is they have made a corn uh, that they okay. are selling to farmers all throughout America. And their corn is the only corn that is not um, eaten by this type of like prehistoric locust they make and just accidentally put for, out and about. So if you don't have the bios in corn, your crops are being eaten. Oh, so devastated! It's like, it's, yeah. it's famine that's so, happening. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to say. Yeah. So it's like the uh, the Jude Law movie um, outbreak, or whatever. Yeah. It's not outbreak. Yeah. But it's called. Uh, uh, and it's happened um, with like and, and like it gets into like the Roundup crop. Yeah. The, one, the one about Attica? the one about the pandemic yeah. with Jude Law and Gwyneth Paltrow, where oh. it's like they release the oh contagion. Contagion. contagion contagion yeah yeah, yeah. they they all, only they have the cure but they created the virus yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's very much like that but then. And it gives Dr. Wu's character kind of like a turn because he goes super evil in Fallen Kingdom. Yes. Oh, yeah. He kind of sees how yeah. he's messed up in Dominion because yeah. he's trying yeah. to stop because, you know, just like it always happens, you know, this, oh, we're going to make a little bit more money selling corn. Right. Obviously, the locust gets out of control, you know, right. like it, it never is going to work. Pro- like that's the whole thing, I think, getting back to what Christina had said is that not only is it that this is a bad idea to like genetically modify anything or all this stuff, 
we can never control it. No, like there is no scenario. Like every time, like if it's if it's the original park or if it's it's like, Sorna, it's like the alien movies or if it's yeah or if it's like you know the San Diego park or if it's the, the park, Lucas, park is based, park is based when I said that as as if the Jurassic Park movies are so far superior you, to you the are, alien movies. You are trying to make an analogy <laughs> like, about Jurassic Park to any other movie <laughs> franchise you've actually watched all the way through. <laughs> You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of Highlander. Who in the fuck <laughs> thinks Jurassic Park is at all like Highlander? Well, besides I'm, you. I'm sorry, these movies suck. <laughs> yeah, Highlander, you are so Highlander wrong. was so much better. Like, I'm sorry, these movies are terrible. Well, but this is why. This is why. Even though, yes, like the Jurassic World movies are not necessarily strong. I still put them as sequels above Lost World and Jurassic Park Three because they actually do carry that original storyline. Right. Whereas okay, Jurassic, I can see Park, that. Jurassic Park, Lost World, and Jurassic Park 3, to me, are very much just monster movies. Yeah. They are a yeah. threat, that they are scary, but there's nothing, there's no, you know, there's there's no subtext to them. Well, 2, yeah. well, two has a little bit of a subtext, which is that, like, we will never learn. Yeah. Is that, like, even mm-hmm. the entire, and, like, mm-hmm. there's... Like there's the corporate cover-up that we t- that you mentioned and like all that type of stuff. So yeah, so two has a little bit of a character, but yeah, three has none. No. And this seems like a perfect time. It's, it's time actors. for the fodder, right? It's perfect time to get into the fodder. And yes. for the fodder, we're oh gonna God. switch to our second drink of the podcast. Oh, there's oh, there's two. <laughs> the fuck is that thing? I realize that we never introduced Romy, by the way. I'm not drinking that whole thing in the next half hour. <laughs> I was gonna pour it out. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was gonna pour it in glasses, but I'm gonna mention it. Um, yeah. Matthew can't drink anymore. Um, what a wimp! No, it's not that. I just thought it was. Is it? It's called Bolero. He's, he's, he's got a 12 gauge. Well, I, I, thought, I, love I, it. I thought it was one for each of us. I didn't realize no, you just brought the sh- two. I'm like, I'm like, dude. So I got two crowlers <laughs> of Bolero Park, also from Bolero Snort. Those are two yeah. pounders. I love it. Two crowlers. They're crowlers. Yeah. yeah. Do we? Do you have a paper towel? Big, too? big fucking, shout out. Leaking all over the. I don't care about me. It's the table. Big There's shout a nice out to wood Mark Matera. <laughs> Sorry, we were, uh, didn't let you know that we were in the area when we were getting blown. I have a cannon fodder coaster. If anybody would like to use it. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what are you going to pour these into? Glasses. Yeah, I have a couple in there. Not for you. Let's get, get, going. Get, get going. But anyway, okay. So, so now we can get into some of the fodder. Are right. we are we talking about uh, Camp Cretaceous at all? I think, oh yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Cretaceous is the first part of the fodder because I would say it's definitely more connected. You've yeah. watched it with your kids. So, Parker, yes. start talking about it. All right. So, Camp Cretaceous is actually surprisingly good. Um, I wouldn't say that if you do not have kids, like, go ahead and watch it because you're probably going to see a kid's ch- television show. Uh, I, I had a great time watching the first four episodes, but that's cool. Okay. All right. I did Romy for that matter. She loved it. What is really cool is, is that it is a parallel storyline to both uh, Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom where you are seeing the same events. Now, imagine, like, strip away all the knowledge that we have of what's going on with the security systems, with the Indoraptor, with all of this. Now imagine stripping that all away and you just happen to be kids that won a contest to go to a camp that is being hosted at Jurassic World in this yes. island. As shit is melting down around you, you have no idea what's going on. You have no insight into this. So their panic feels very real. But they actually put a lot of levity behind it because the children themselves are very funny. One of the voice actors is the uh, kid who plays Adam Goldberg from um, the Goldbergs. You oh, know, really? like that. Yeah, that yeah. And yeah. his voice is just funny as is. <laughs> but it's like 
you know, they the story runs parallel to both movies so that you will see certain events happen from a different angle in, ca- in Camp Cretaceous, but the yes. same event that you saw in the movie is now happening here and these kids are watching it. It is really, really well done. And it also gives you some more insight into other genetic splicing that they've been doing. Uh, the big one is, um, it is a Carnotosaurus or Carnotaurus mixed with something else. What is it? I forget what it is now. Probably but- a raptor. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like it's like it is the Indoraptor, but it's called it's like um Frankenraptor. I'm gonna have to look it up now, but it is it shows you that there are other dinosaurs that they are mixing with the Indoraptor and the. Uh, uh, and there's a Scorpius it, Rex in the third. Scorpius season. Rex is the one I'm thinking Scorpius of. Scorpius Rex. I'm Thank sorry, you. It's called a Scorpius. Scorpius. Rex. It has a so scorpion tail. And you know what it is? Uh. So it's interesting. It gets back into the Mizrani thing. <sighs> so it is a very ugly dinosaur. It just looks like a kid drew it. Like in the like yeah. it, because it's a. It's a product of genetic uh, engineering. Right. So, so the whole thing is that it um, it doesn't um, so it, it it doesn't have like proportions, and it's not um, and it's. And Maddie's judging me. I'm looking, I'm just, I don't know where they went. They, <laughs> he they threw you off a bit. But anyway, so what happens is that so you have Scorpius Rex, and it it uses poison to attack its villains, but also mm-hmm. it doesn't have any um, like it seems that they imply that because it's a brand new uh, creature. It doesn't have any instincts, so it throws the entire island into chaos because it doesn't have a normal way that it would hunt or a normal right. way it interacts with others. Right. So it goes around. And this is also where they introduce the idea from the Jurassic World movies of asexual representation of uh, sexual uh, reproduction again, right. where where the Scorpius Rex just has a kid all of a sudden. So there's right. two Scorpius Rex <laughs> running around. Yeah, the Scorpius yeah. Rex is a carnis is a Carnotaurus or carna- yeah Carnotaurus, yep. a Dilophosaurus, which is the guy yeah. you know yeah, what i'm the talking spitty. about the one, yeah, spitters and then indo oh so, but you know what though did we actually talk about whether or not nedry got killed by the well i was i was just gonna okay. actually touch on that for a minute because i was gonna, no, I was we gonna comment on the fact that the um that dinosaur what was it called again the what the dilophosaurus yeah that was that always my most <laughs> that was always a dinosaur that scared me the most of course oh yeah I yeah. was like way less terrified of the raptors the transfers oh, yeah, that, that fucking one. thing creeped yeah. the shit out of me because they scream at you yeah, while yeah. and you. to your point there is no proof really that Nedry dies right in fact there is a very common internet theory that because Nedry is wearing a yellow raincoat. And if you notice, what is the innermost color of the ring of the Dilophosaurus? Yep. It's yellow. Yep. And they're like, it is very possible that he got in that Jeep with him and tried to have sex with him because he was trying to mate. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no. 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 Wait, so they start their mating by blinding and poisoning their mate? It could be. So they're... You, okay. We don't know their breeding habits. So they're, they are the BDSM dinosaurs. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, maybe it's like, like spitting in her mouth or something. It's not consensual, yeah, exactly. so no. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, I mean, I was going to say they're like the frat boys of the... <laughs> That's rude. Also, also... Fratosaurus. Also, they would all be female. Who would all be female? Well, yeah, all the, all all the more well, reason why he's trying to fuck oh. Nedry. Well, she's trying to fuck yeah. Nedry. Yeah, yeah, she's trying to get the seed. Yeah, Nedry yeah, was a male. She's trying to get that human D. Yeah. yeah. That's not how that works. And, uh, <laughs> 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 if I saw Nedry, I couldn't keep my clothes on. <laughs> jump right on him. You didn't say the magic word. You didn't word. say that. Yeah. Hold on to your butts. Oh, that was, oh, God, he's such a great character in that movie. Yeah. Um, 
The uh, okay, wait. Are we still on Camp, Cret- Camp Cretaceous? Yes. Uh, I, I've covered all of that. Yeah, I mean, well, the only other thing I will say is that uh, you mentioned mastodons earlier. Mm-hmm. Yes. And in Camp Cretaceous, they do get to a point where um, there's another island. Because these kids, they're like fucking Job. Yeah. They, so, spoiler alert, they eventually escape the island that they're on and end up on another island <laughs> that's owned by a competing company that also has stolen dinosaurs. Awesome. That is, that is literally... That's where, actually great. That is, is. That, that is literally where... They jump the shark. It's as though like I kind of jump the that. mastodon. We've yeah, already yeah. covered this. Yeah. I kind of love that. It's as though like right after um like like Gilligan and, and the castaways escape Gilligan's Island, they hit another island. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This is exactly what happens to the kids is now they end up on like this you know dark research facility for like a competitor to Biosyn and Injun. Right. And yeah. on that island, they have these like very very controlled computer um almost like holodeck style like um environments and one right. of the environments has a saber-toothed tiger and like you know they mentioned um like a mastodon yeah. so like there is this whole Power, aspect Rangers, yeah the the tyrannosaur the pterodactyl the triceratops the saber-toothed tiger and the mastodon all exist at the same time yeah Power jurassic Rangers. park is a lot like yeah. Power rangers yeah. you guys <laughs> it's so and close. highlander <laughs> see if you take highlander and you mix it with jurassic park you get power. Dude, Rangers. that fucking scene in Jurassic World. <laughs> not to go back on Jurassic World, but like where Bryce Dallas Howard opens up the the uh, the the crate or whatever, oh, or the yeah. gate, and they start playing the theme music, and it's like the T Rex, and then awesome. there's like and then awesome. the dinosaur Avengers, like with when Blue comes back running, you're yeah. just like, oh yeah. my god! And, and then the Megalodon, yeah, comes and just like jump or not not Megalodon. What is it called? It's called a um. What's the big guy called? Indominus Rex. No, 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 yeah. the water no, the one. Big water, water one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Oh, my son's going to kill me. You know, it's been a while since I've seen the Meg. Can you connect that movie to Jurassic anything? Uh, No. I wasn't sure. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, I love the Meg. We had to talk about... Yes, so, and then... uh, Mosasaurus is what it's called. Great. So now we have these... (laughs) Great. 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 (laughs) Noted. Mosasaurus. The most Asaurus. The most Asaurus. So there are a couple of abandoned sequels. That I think are worth mentioning. So first off, they should have all been abandoned. <laughs> so first off, there is um, CJ, Escape cups? from Jurassic Park, which okay. is a uh, which is like that classic like late eighties, early nineties like animated show based off of a, of a movie. And mm-hmm. the idea is that it's um, it's mostly about the kids. Okay, and it would have uh, involved John Hammond going back and trying to finish the park while his um, Rivals tried to open up a competing park in Brazil, and like that was, and it was never really fleshed out. Spielberg basically didn't like the concept, but like they almost made that. I right. think it's probably best that they didn't because that wouldn't have allowed them to really make the Lost World. Right, it would have like you yeah. know, tempered that. The other one is they actually made toys for a show called Chaos Effect, which you can find online. Jurassic Park Chaos Effect, nineteen ninety eight, and it was supposed to be like kind of like. It was the first time you really get into the modified dinosaur DNA. So these were like yeah. very colorful, very toy-friendly, crazy ones. That See, that's what I'm thing. saying. The but Jurassic Park is, yeah. toys were like yeah. that was way better than the entire franchise. Yeah. The, that, the this is where somebody got the idea awesome. from Alien Resurrection. But that's yeah, so here we go. But the idea. craziest yeah. one is Jurassic Park Four, which was a non-Jurassic World uh, one developed in the 2000s. So this is it involves aliens looking. Okay. Sorry, alien looking like robots. I'm misspeaking here. All right, so, so dinosaurs that are spliced with human DNA that can then be used for military purposes. And they have 
like part um like weapons attached to them, kind of like a Terminator, yep, and all that type stuff. But that didn't go anywhere. But that I think kind of played into the storyline in Jurassic World, where you have the military use of them, just less of them being hybrids. But yeah. there's some great concept art that we'll put on our Instagram page where you have these like human-like bodies, but they have uh, dinosaur characteristics, mostly in like the face, and they also have a tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things that I wished uh, they had done with the original, or actually with the Jurassic World trilogy is I've always wanted to see a post-apocalyptic world where dinosaurs just exist alongside humans. But think like zombie apocalypse, right? So people are taking shelter because you're no longer... dead style. Yeah, you're no longer top of the food chain. And there is this persistent threat. And I really wanted... uh, That's what I was hoping Dominion would do based off of the battle at... What was it? Battle at Big Rock or whatever it was called? Yeah, Yeah, they completely just jumped over the, the, the potential there. And and when you and talk go back about back to a park, basically they just love the park thing, and they, they well, it's a way to make just an well, unending yeah. stream of revenue. Jurassic Park. Well, I mean, but now you it's know, Jurassic it could just be like World. You know, but Jurassic World was a park. It could be just <laughs> Dino Chase people. What what I like is <laughs> though, like when you look at this the this chaos of effect so concept derpy. art, <laughs> where it's the human that looks very zombie like from movies, man. I don't know what horror movie, but it does look like kind of like zombie monster like yeah. or whatever. I could see that movie in my head already. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't go that direction, but yeah, it's it is a fascinating concept. Another one of those things where we talk about like uh you know, this series seemed to follow along with what humans would actually do if dinosaurs came back to life. And then if you had this cool DNA splicing concept, yeah. would you create a monster of some sort like this? Yeah. And Could would... you ride the dinosaurs? Did you guys ever watch the cartoon Dino? Are we getting Riders? back to the theory with um, the, the spitters and? This yeah, this is the this is the, <laughs> the child of ne- of okay. Ned. Uh, no, so Dino Dino Riders was a really cool show. It was like a an action cartoon show where like it was like these alien creatures post apocalyptic rode dinosaurs yeah. and they put armor on them right well, so look into if this. if oh, you yeah. had humans that existed at the same time as dinosaurs would a human especially if it was an american try and weaponize the dinosaur and uh, ride no. the dinosaur can we turn in the dinosaur into like a mobile tank yes 100% yes. yeah. that's what exactly yeah can you put happen. can you put like a helmet on the dinosaur that has laser beams on it I mean, yes. that also yeah does absolutely remind me of one of my favorite parts awesome. about Jurassic World is how they had a petting zoo that was like where you could ride like the baby dinosaurs like yeah. Yeah. 1000% if there was a franken dinosaur running around my ass would still be in that fucking petting zoo like snuggled up to like a, a like a a uh, Triceratops baby. Oh, another oh, yeah. awesome part about... I think glass has a crack in it. Be careful. It's all good. <laughs> Just drink faster. Another great part of Camp Cretaceous is the cutest dinosaur in the history of time. Oh, the my God. The little... Oh. Baby Ankylosaurus named Bumpy. Who, oh, who no. Bumpy. they adopt. Oh, and he, so like, cute. Bonds with one of the kids and helps them out a bunch. But this is perfect time. So you have talked about a post-apocalyptic kind of dinosaur world. Well, as we... Um, Matt found some glasses. So as we have our Bolero Park, which is our... Second week of the podcast. Yeah. It's the perfect time for us to get into Carnosaur. Carnosaur. Yes. Which is closely connected to the Jurassic oh. World universe. Now, this very is much a, is that post-apocalyptic world. This is a dinosaur movie. Like, this is probably one of the best dinosaur movies I've ever seen in my entire life. So it's Roger Corman produced it. And what it is yes. is that it's actually based on a novel that predates Jurassic Park. And it has many of the same things. It involves, you know... Science bringing back dinosaurs into our time. Science. But what happened yes. is that 
Jurassic Park, they knew was going to be a big deal. Spielberg was the height mm-hmm. of his powers. They were putting a lot of money behind it. So they started a very large marketing campaign over a year out before the movie came. So what happened is that dinosaurs were in the consciousness. So in that period of time, Roger Corman got the rights to the 1984 novel Carnosaur and made a really cheap movie and released it a month before Jurassic Park. Like the entire <laughs> the entire movie was was just made to just capitalize. And now there's a lot of those type of movies, especially yep. back in like Blockbuster's heyday. There are all these like movies that were like similar or remakes. And this is this is exactly that. And it's it's almost like what Jurassic Park would have been ten years earlier because like the animatronics are terrible and it's like super gory and everybody basically dies at the end. Nice. It is it is such a and, and well, I mean as they would have so but this happens like <laughs> basically it's, it's so the, the basic idea is that in nevada this scientist who hates mankind is developing dinosaurs so they can just kill us all it's like this environmental terrorist gone gone crazy yeah but not only does she make it so that the they use chickens instead of like frogs basically these chickens end up giving birth to dinosaurs to dinosaurs right but not only that, which it goes more to the bird aspect. Then, like, there you it go. Makes <laughs> more sense. Honestly, if, I feel like that's a missed opportunity for Michael. Yeah, Bay. I'm yeah. telling you, it's, it makes more yeah, sense for Michael in Bay than it does. Oh, Michael Crichton. I thought you said Jurassic Michael Bay. Park. I'm like, no, Michael Bay would make a great. <laughs> and then there are bird flu aspects to it because yes. not because this is never fully explained. But so not only does she make these eggs that then hatch dinosaurs. But she's just making all types of eggs. And so, like, the women in town are, like, when they eat eggs, they now just give birth to dinosaurs. It's just, it's just, like, Dude, that, that scene <laughs> where the woman, okay, oh, dude, yeah. that scene where the woman it's, gives birth to a dinosaur was so fucking insane because, <laughs> like, it was just, so what, what was, no, so here's what was great about it, though, right? Like, given the fact that it's a Roger Corman movie, right? Uh-huh. And a B low budget movie, you would expect that of all the scenes in the movie to be overly gory and overly disgusting, it would be the scene of a human woman giving birth to a dinosaur. Yeah. But no, the whole everything is like under the blanket, right? Like you know, like you see a typical like birth scene that you see in movies or whatever. And then instead of any sort of prolonged death or agony or whatever, the, you see the woman's legs go from open to like beyond Jean-Claude Van Damme's split and you hear a crack and the woman's just dead. Like, <laughs> like the, the horrifying. Just instantly. Like, like, just instant instantly. Death. Like, yeah. it just like cracks. You ever yeah. crack like a wishbone in half? Yeah. Like, that's what it felt like. <laughs> oh my God. Oh yeah. And then, oh yeah, it was brutal. And then the movie ends with like the government trying to kill everybody <laughs> in town before it gets everywhere. Yes. Oh yeah. It's just... And, and the continuity is like all over the place. And they keep on having these flashbacks, yep. but like, but you, you can't tell they're a flashback until you're like, wait I a have minute, to see this thing now. It's so... I have to see this. Thing I'm, I think I'm more like y- y'all watch this movie, but you will not go watch <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion. Absolutely, that absolutely. is a really yeah, good 100%. point. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I love being Carn- Carnosaur. Carnosaur yeah. was just incredible, and everybody dies at the end. Yeah, everybody dies. Like at the literally, end. everybody dies at the end. Yeah, yeah I tried. The government comes in, and because it's, it's, yeah. it's actually a pretty great like uh, fake out, because like you know, like you have like this like this guy and a girl, and like. You know, she hates him at first, and then he kind of like he helps. He, he like he be, becomes yep. like more outgoing. A real and Claire be- and yeah, Owen yeah, type yeah, thing exactly. going on. Okay, gotcha. And so the movie ends, and they're the only two who survive. And like she's injured, but like he saved her, and they seem to have a thing. And like the movie's ending, and it's like, oh wow, they survived. The dinosaurs are killed. Everything's great. 
And these government agents come in and just shoot them both, yep. <laughs> and just yeah. kill them, and, and then and then and then burn the entire town down. And I was trying, yeah, I was fantastic. going, I was trying yeah, really it's hard, really great. I was it's trying really, really hard to draw a correlation between Carnosaur and Seinfeld because there is a so one of the characters in Carnosaur is played by Clint Howard, Ron yeah. Howard's brother. He, he he's only in like a couple of scenes, and the first time you see him, he's sitting at, at the at the bar in this diner eating food, and he's dressed. Oh, very similar to um, the Strangler that he played in Seinfeld in the one in the one episode <laughs> or two episodes where Kramer is in L.A. and I wanted the movie takes place in Nevada, but he like the way his his mannerisms are very similar to his character from Seinfeld, and I wanted so bad to just have, have him to make if he just made any reference to being in L.A. I could have found a way to make a connection that that was the same character. Poor Matt, <laughs> and, yeah, and, poor Matt. and of course there was a. Kind I was trying so hard. There's a Jurassic Park kind of reference in Carnosaur. That's that's really fabulous. Like a great theme park. Playing that's incorrectly. crazy. That sounds like it. Yeah, yeah it sounds <laughs> like Jurassic sounds like Park. A different. Wait, was Chris movie. Pratt in? Carnosaur? But anyway, uh, then we have Carnosaur Two. <laughs> Um, this is why we normally have somebody else play the clips. Yeah, Christina, uh, Christina, can you come on the show more yeah, often? Really? Because yeah. it's like having you roast Ed is so satisfying. <laughs> was Chris Pratt also in Carnage? He was. Yes. Yeah. It was his first so role. Good. It was canon. Ninety yeah. four. Because like, because like, because like, we don't roast Ed. We're just like, shut the fuck up. I hate you. But like, you're like actually roasting him, and it's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> and then Carnosaur Two is only only needs to be mentioned. There's space. two. Oh no, there's a uh, five. <laughs> I only watched Mother the I only watched the first one. <laughs> but but Carnosaur 2 it was made the next year. It doesn't reference the first one. It pretends to be a sequel to Jurassic Park. So it references How can you reference the first one if everybody dies? There's nothing but, to reference. No, but like it doesn't even reference the events. Yeah, but there's no story to tell because everybody was killed. <laughs> but it didn't even mention all those people died. <laughs> yeah. Deleted from the history books. Yeah. Exactly. So what it happened never is that, happened. So, so they say that there was some sort of um uh company experimented and made dinosaurs, which isn't really what happened in the first one. It's just this lone scientist. But anyway, there's a storyline how like there's a company who made dinosaurs and it didn't go well. That's that's, that's how I describe it. Right. It's a great plot. <laughs> great, great plot. And then so the government Should takes another movie. So the government takes the dinosaurs and their eggs and puts them in uh, a chicken mountain nuclear waste <laughs> repository. So we went from a chicken to a mountain nuclear Dude, waste yes. repository. It's so, it's so but great. here's what's great is because obviously the dinosaurs get out. So not only are there dinosaurs, no. so not only are there dinosaurs running around, they're also about to blow up everything because like they're just grabbing at wires. <laughs> and they're just Wait, oh, I thought you were going to say they were nuclear dinosaurs, I like know, they I could know. explode. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm but they're sorry, just they like, spontaneously but like the damage, the damage they cause, just, just, just exploding dinosaurs. <laughs> it's like it's like the raptors <laughs> with like the laser beams on their heads. Yes. Yeah. I just, but they're, they're and then they dude. explode. Now that's how you weaponize it's dinosaurs. So, it's so bombasaurs. There's a there's an amazing scene in, in the first Carnosaur movie because like one of the subplots revolves around these like environmentalists, like you know Greenpeace people or whatever. Do they and all die? Because Greenpeace people die in every dude, movie they're it's in. It's so great though because like they th- there's this one Not scene where Jurassic they're World. I'm sorry, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Lost World. They've like chained yeah. themselves to like oh, this right. tractor in protest or whatever. So one of the chicks, like the, the dinosaur, just like they're in the middle of the desert. The dinosaur just shows up in the middle of the desert, right? This raptor looking thing. The one girl has chained herself to the tractor, so she's laying down. So she's like, oh fuck. The dinosaur <laughs> just rips her legs off. But then before the scene, the, op- the beginning of this scene is one of the hippie guys like <laughs> sitting. He's sitting on the tractor, and the, the carnosaur just like waddles up to him. The guy goes, 
what's up, green dude? And then he just <laughs> fucking kills him. <laughs> <laughs> next time next time i see like a protest where people are like linking arms and sitting in the street i'm gonna go you wouldn't do this if dinosaurs were yeah, around yeah, you would do this if dinosaurs well were what's around. great about the movie is that it it really it doesn't have like a point of view it makes fun of like everyone equally because yes. like, it starts yes. off and it's really going after environmentalists it's not clear why but yeah obviously environmentalists are the but then yeah. it's the government is a problem and then authoritarianism it's just like everything everything's sucks. a problem, everything <laughs> is a problem. Yeah. as soon as dinosaurs come back everything's yeah, a problem everything's a one problem. of my favorite all goes downhill so there's also this one of the opening scenes and it's just like it's a, such a tiny little thing but it's so ridiculous so one of the opening scenes is like there are these you know political elite type figures right sitting yep. around this like Illuminati type table talking about the the plot of the movie essentially right and you know they're, they're, and they're just like saying like words that make them sound like cool and important are they and shadowy figures oh yeah they're, they're very like, shadowy yes, right very. only black behind yeah. them but one so of wait, the you know what the, right off the bat fodder do we know that they're a different organization? I bet you they're the well, exact they, same you, you organization. Can their, you can see their face, though, but they don't mention some of the organizations, though. No, they are the yeah. exact same organization in Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> One of the guys, actually, was also from Seinfeld. I was trying to make that connection. It was the guy that was in the, the episode of The Fatigues. You really went down that hole, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know I always do. But as they're cutting through each one of the characters in this scene around this like shadowy table, they get to one guy who, like when he starts speaking his line, and he just has a... Coca-Cola can in front of him and it's just like so out of place for like the rest of the scene like it's, it sticks ridiculous. out so much you just can't unsee well, the it like the made, label like, is like it clearly says yeah. Coca-Cola it's like somebody forgot it's like the the coffee cup it's, it's, yeah, Starbucks, you know, Starbucks like, cup Starbucks yeah. cup yeah like. well the movie was made like and that was it like, yeah. like they just, oh yeah, yeah like like they had to get it out before Jurassic Park. Yeah, like, so they the were like, whole we, movie, they were we like, got we it in one. We don't have time to reshoot that scene. Like, we <laughs> they gotta keep going. it for about four million dollars, I think. That was Can you it. believe like, we got the whole like, movie the whole in movie. one take? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Got it in one, everybody. Also, Carnosaur Two. The last thing I'll mention is that the end of Carnosaur One. You know how they're fighting it with that like little like um, construction vehicle. The same thing happens at the yes. end of Carnosaur 2. <laughs> so they just reuse the fight sequence from the end of Carnosaur oh, in yes. Carnosaur 2. That's they awesome. Just, that's so good. They just splice in shots with like a different person driving it. I like, just and like a slightly so different awesome. I just love that Roger Corman was looking at Carnosaur like Kevin Feige looks at the Avengers. Right? Like he's like, yo, this this needs a sequel. This yeah. needs two sequels. Let's make oh no, no, no. There was there was Carnosaur two in ninety four, Carnosaur right. three primal species in ninety right. six. Raptor in 2001 and the Eden Formula in 2006. Oh, those are all part of the same. The what Carnosaurus the hell is the Eden cinematic formula? universe. Wow. Well, you're gonna have to watch to find the out. CCU. Yeah. <laughs> the CCU. The CCU. So I'm gonna say Carnosaur Two is definitely canon. Uh, uh, the whole Carnosaur universe. Yeah, yeah. I'm sticking to it. Were there any uh, other Seinfeld <laughs> cameo actors in Carnosaur Two that I can riff off of? <laughs> So All right. And well, so, I did enjoy hearing that Ron Howard's brother was in Carnosaur because, yeah. of course, yeah. Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard. Howard. Yeah. Right. The Howard great. family. The Howard is family is all over yeah. the yeah. dinosaur train. Is that canon because they're all in the yeah. same? I mean, I, I think it has to. Well, no, because they're canon in the real world, not yeah. in the Jurassic Park world. Right, but that Jurassic is, Park is the real world. It's like yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> yes. But it. this is like a perfect Semi-canon. time to wrap up. I think 
It well, seems let's discuss to, to talk about like the oh, future. Shit. Oh no 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 oh, no no Anthony no no has, uh, where, no because that's uh, we've already discussed. Some all right, let me let me lean theories. back. I'm gonna get away from the mic. No this no, one. I just where so we've had a couple of interesting theories. Where would you like to see Jurassic Park go from here? Because it does seem like Dominion kind of. In fact, the the line that Sam Neill has at the end is it. Let's finish this. Yeah. So it does seem like it, that was meant to kind of be the end, but right in a world where Universal doesn't have a lot of. Um, yeah, you know, like of these franchises, we're going to get more Jurassic something. Yeah, I mean, they have, where would they people still have Fast and the Furious? So. Yeah, but that's yeah. supposed to be ending too. Yeah. yeah, they've already gone to space. There's fast ten, your seatbelts <laughs> underwater. Well, fast like, and furious well, babies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fast and furious and babies. Minions. There's also minions. Fast babies. Oh, and minions. Yeah, so, but oh, so dude. they're going to make. There will be another Jurassic Park something. Yes. What would you want it to be? I'm going to let Parker go first. Yeah, Parker, you go first. What would you want it to be? Okay, so I've already said my post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. theory where I would love to see a world where humans are hiding from dinosaurs. Now, would you want that to be like the world, like 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 Dr. Malcolm is left and like everybody else is dead and he's like leading a resistance? Like, is that the type of thing you Yeah, want? I see it like, as like, like, like almost direct, like, like... It just keeps on getting out of hand. And I think that like one of the things that I've always thought about is that because the breeding element of the dinosaurs has always been a plot point, okay, well, what happens if they say, said we've sped up the breeding process gotcha. so that now they reproduce faster than rabbits do right they mm-hmm. reproduce in mass quantities and yeah. so now even though we have identified this as a problem our standard military military tactics will not work to take them out right. because they've been genetically produced they've been genetically uh constructed to reproduce faster right. than yeah. we can possibly yeah. destroy them and so now all of a sudden it's like you know human civilization has consolidated itself to a small area where they are just trying to save the human species in a world that has been overrun by dinosaurs. That would be something that I personally would find like a more horror movie take on Jurassic Park. I think that would be where I would want it to go. Nice. Anthony, what do you think? So I love the post-apocalyptic idea. I think that would be really cool. I I think that would be really cool to see. Um, I think it would be really interesting to see, you know, if humans tried to create, let's say artificial intelligence right to try and defeat the dinosaurs because the dinosaurs so the terminator versus dinosaurs correct if you go right <laughs> and you create, oh. so you create the terminator right and so and and but then you fight against the terminators and you have this small band of heroes that are actually able to ride dinosaurs right and you see dinosaurs one of them is robocop right right maybe robocop we'll say <laughs> i don't know definitely arnold schwarzenegger in some way shape or form I'm right. loving this right now. Right, and so they're riding on the back of dinosaurs, but they armor the dinosaurs. So the dinosaurs end up being like almost like Jaegers from uh, Pacific Rim, right? So they, they, yes. they're like armor covered. They've got lasers and missiles all over the dinosaurs, right? And they're being controlled from this little dude who's like riding their back, like 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 a horse, right? It'd be sweet. Nice. Be sweet. I love it. Matt, I green light. Want to see any other you have movies. a green light for me. <laughs> it's called Jurassic Armageddon. So, I'm so mad that you said all of that because it's kind of, <laughs> kind of similar to where I wanted to go, but not a little less ridiculous. So, uh, you guys have all read. Well, I know at least you two have. I don't know about Parker and Christina. Um, mm-hmm. Red Sun Superman. Yes, I have no idea what you're talking about. Go ahead. Yeah. No, so the not. so to to quickly explain where I'm going with this is they. The Red Sun Superman is an alternate Superman, alternate timeline Superman story where Superman lands in the Soviet Union instead of the U.S., becomes a communist Superman, 
And Lex Luthor is in the U.S. frequently trying to destroy Superman. They had this, the whole plot line is how like you know, oh, communism is better than you know, like whatever. And the the whole crux, the whole the whole twist you get to at the end is that time is actually a circle in this world time where the Superman, you know, the whole the whole thing, him coming from a, a dying planet into this planet is actually you find out at the end of the story that the planet he's leaving is actually Earth, and he's not traveling to a planet; he's traveling back in time. And, and, time he's, is like, and he's Luther's descendant. Right. And he's Luther's end. Time is a loop. So what I want to see is similar to the post-apocalyptic uh, dinosaur world where dinosaurs have taken over, right? Russian dinosaurs? No, just regular dinosaurs. Yeah, they don't need to be communists. Oh, okay. Yeah, just regular dinosaurs. Um, you know, they, they have that whole world, right? And then space, <laughs> right? Things, Good God. Things come in from space, and it's the Transformers, and it's... Beast Wars, that's where you bring in – that's how you tie <laughs> oh, in Beast man. Wars. Wow. We're so far past the wow. point in time. Wow. And then it all just circles back into itself. Transformers and Jurassic Park, same universe. Yes, it all just circles, it all just circles back into itself. Now, you know what? You have, I, I can't get past, like, Russian dinosaurs now, and I think you're skipping <laughs> over it. The best idea you had. <laughs> you know what you could call it? KGD. Oh, but I'm pissed. KGD's nuts. <laughs> that would actually be really great. Like, do, do, so, like, so, yeah, so, do, They do, just sit there and try and drink vodka all day? Well, no, I was going to say, no, communist dinosaurs, like, right? Yes. So, like, so the scene, the, if, if there were communist dinosaurs, nobody would ever have, survive a Jurassic yeah, Park movie. How could you Take, have for example, communist dinosaurs? In, so, in the first Jurassic Park movie, the only thing that saves the two kids when the raptors start fighting over food, communist dinosaurs wouldn't do that. Exactly. They would fucking go, we're... <laughs> Yep. We're together. Yep. <laughs> For Mother Russia. Right? For the motherland, baby. I like that idea, actually. KGD. Also, there would be no companies to create the dinosaurs. Also a good point. <laughs> well, no, there, there, would, there would be companies. It would just be the government. You, you couldn't have the so company. So they wouldn't have been You couldn't have the corporate <laughs> espionage subplot because the government already controls it. This yeah. is true. <laughs> this is a much better story it's, it's, than anything. We just wrote the next <laughs> Jurassic Park as we were sitting there. <laughs> Nailed it. Bank it. <laughs> I would say... I would say it's something that we mentioned back in the uh, Fast and Furious uh, episode, which is they're both universal properties. Right. Right. Why hasn't The Rock punched a dinosaur yet? Oh, that's... He kicked a missile. Yeah, he kicked a missile. I really don't know... The Rock... Because he was already in Rampage. I can see the scene where, like, you know, Dom Toretto has to, like, capture dinosaurs that are running rampant. The well, they have to ride them, right? And like, well, raptors well, are super fast. Well, you have to well, ride them. Well, right? first, fast what he does is he drives his car up alongside the raptor. Oh. Or some other dinosaur. Maybe okay. something a little bit bigger. He drives up the tail of the Brachiosaurus. Oh, off the head. Off. Oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah. other dinosaurs are attacking him. He, like, yeah. punches the dinosaurs. Yep. And, like, but see, here's, here's, the, here's, here's the twist. I'm going to give away the twist at the end of the movie. Okay. Oh, Eventually... They're going to become uh, friendly with the dinosaurs oh. because they're going to come across a dinosaur family, <sighs> and they're going to realize they're not so different from us. Right? Oh, they have a family. Oh, really? We touching. have a family, and like family. the heart, and they're going to come together. Yeah, like the heartfelt <laughs> moment is at family. the end, like you see, like Dom <laughs> yeah. pull his car up to the line to like start racing, yeah. and a T Rex is like walking next to him, and he goes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the girl drops her bra or whatever, and they run. Yeah. I mean, that's. You see, you see the car speed off and the T-Rex yeah. run. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm just a buddy cop of Hobbs and Shaw in the no. Jurassic Park universe. Hobbs and Shaw and Raptor yeah, is what Raptor, it's called. Oh, like, man. 
<laughs> Christina, you got a lot to live up to here. Hobbs and Shaw. What's your idea? So, I mean, I will first say that there are like really two franchises that I that I really follow. One of them's Jurassic Park. The other one's Halloween. Halloween, as far as I'm concerned, can Ooh. continue going. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park yeah. for me. It's done. It's done. <gasps> however, however, because I have a big Th- that however. That can't happen. Okay. It, it's, it's a property. I have a big however. I have a big however going. for this. There's there's two options. The I could see the continuing where we've militarized the dinosaurs and we yeah. are like Armor jumping them. in there. We are, we've armored them. Yes, they're you know, they're Russian <laughs> now. I don't fucking know. She's but like, we've yes, jumped in there yes, and we're now releasing and we're now saving heads. the dinosaurs from these military operations, like to try to like, you know, prevent World War Three from happening. What I think would be the more logical thing to do is go back before the original Jurassic Park and do a prequel. I'd like with John Hammond and um and I'm blanking on his name, but Lockwood. Um, Lockwood. thank you, yeah. thank you. Tie it all in. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, and so where Hammond and Lockwood met, and how they started things, and then before we get to Jurassic Park, before we have like you know Ellie, and before we have Alan, before they come to the park, what missteps did they have getting to that point when they started bringing people into the park? Yeah. I think that's the more logical way to go because yeah. I think that the series is. That's done. actually a good idea. I think, that's actually. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Donna, Donna Langley at Universal, if you're listening, this yeah. is my idea. <laughs> what I like Whoa, is you put forward a deer that can really be made. Yeah, everything we just said is yeah. Done. yeah. It would never be made. No, you could totally. You that's really, so that's actually like, really. That's like, a really cool story. It would be crazy cool if story. somebody Universal is like writing this down right now. Like, yeah, I, mean, I did. Is, I there's did no way they're gonna to, be like, oh, that's a great idea. I just yeah. used to work for a subsidiary Listen, of Universal, so I will, ta- I will tag Universal's Listen. Instagram page when I make the. the post. I I stand by armored dinosaurs. Of course. Do we have time for me to drop my fodder, or are we out of time? Yeah. Okay, so I have two. I have two. One I look. Up on the internet, the other one I did on my own. Yes. Would you guys like the Stranger Things one, or would you like the Arrested both. Development one? Let's go. Arrested Development. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but both. sure, both. So uh, <laughs> Judy Greer. Does everybody know that actress? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's in everything. She mm-hmm. plays Kitty in Arrested Development. Right. Yes. All right. Uh, we know that she has absconded in Arrested Development with the semen of George Senior. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh no. Her name <laughs> is Kitty in Arrested Development. Judy Greer is also in Jurassic World, and she has two children. And um, guess what her name is in Jurassic World? Kitty. Kitty. No, it's not Kitty, but it is the name that Kitty Catherine? is the nickname for. Karen. Karen, okay. And She's also Karen in Halloween. So, oh, whoa. Okay, so here we go. Oh, shit. She's quite the life. Oh, Holy shit. shit. We just put them oh, all together. Oh, my Michael God. Myers is going to show up <laughs> in the next Jurassic Park. Yo. But there is nothing to say that the two Riding children. An dinosaur. <laughs> you got to let it go, man. You got to stop. <laughs> the two children in Jurassic World are actually Bluths. Oh, that's amazing. That's oh. cannon fodder number one. I'm num- here. I am here for I that. So I'm here, here for, for that. that. You know what? I'm fine with that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let that. Yeah. yeah okay. That's really good. That's so, really good. if they wanted to do something that would be like outstanding, is put like a banana stand in yes. Jurassic World. Yes. So we have a blue family park, banana stand. Yes, a banana stand. Oh my god! Like. Oh, and that makes sense because she's park. going through a divorce, and they're going through a divorce because right. he's like, these are not my. Kids. These are not right. my kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. one of those 23 and Me's, and he's like, oh. That's... And that guy's David Wallace from The Office, and I yes. forget what his name yeah. is. But, I know, but yeah. he's lovely. I tried so business, hard to connect that one. Yeah. Now, the other one, That'd this is the one that I got off the David internet, Wallace. which as soon as Dominion came out. All right, okay. so the big bad in Dominion are, as we've discussed, grasshoppers. 
and um, <laughs> which is such they're a like thing. really scary grasshoppers, man. All right, they're precisely the scariest grasshoppers you're ever gonna see. Precisely, they are the scariest grasshoppers you've ever seen. Y'all and there's like, another they movie, two foot locusts. There is another movie with terrifying grasshoppers. Grasshopper. What are they? What what movie has terrifying grasshoppers besides Jurassic World Dominion? Uh, movie? Tremors? I don't know. No. Uh, Stephen King's The Mist. Okay. I've now, in the mist, if you were to actually watch the mist and Jurassic World Dominion Magnolia? side by side, and you were to Is look Magnolia? at those grasshoppers, they are shockingly similar and they are shockingly terrifying. Really? So Except that one of them are locusts. Was there a difference between a grasshopper and a locust? Yes. Significantly. Yes. <laughs> are, are, are they all from the same like genome or whatever? They're family? still not the What's same a cricket? thing. What's a cricket? Not a locust. It's it's a little cricket and grasshoppers are very similar. Yeah, guys, we need some paleontologist friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, jeez. But anyway, so <laughs> they the look ju- the same. It's fine. <laughs> the bugs that hop and can sometimes fly, <laughs> which are locust, I suppose. Uh, in the mist, they ha- they look shockingly similar yeah. to the locust in Jurassic World Dominion. I thought the mist so, was an M Night Shyamalan movie. No, 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 no. Oh, that's the happening. No, that's the happening. Yeah. No, that's yeah, where the But it has missed. Yeah. If you haven't seen The Mist, if you haven't <laughs> seen The Mist, okay. go home and watch it tonight. Yeah. All right, go it's on. It's awesome. But anyway, so then they say, uh, how, did the, how did the giant locust get into The Mist? And it was because there was a military exercise that opened some sort of interdimensional rift that all these monsters came out of. Now, an interdimensional rift is something that connects to Stranger Things, which is how the monsters are finding their way into uh, wherever yes. Indiana is it's located Hawkins, Hawkins, Hawkins Indiana. Yeah. So here's the thing. Everybody online has said from day one, the science behind Jurassic Park doesn't make sense because DNA can it's a living thing. It right. can only exist for so long. And just because it's preserved in amber, that's not cryo-freezing it. Right. That's putting it in amber. And if you're talking about millions of years, any DNA in that bug, no matter how well preserved that bug is, it is dead because it's been yeah. suffocated to death over right. millions of years. And they said that, so if that's the case, the science behind Jurassic Park does not work. And if that's the case, where did the DNA come from? And they said, what if in Hawkins, Indiana, 1979, somebody opened up a rift and found a way how to go interdimensionally to find something that would connect like a monster, like the crickets that show up in the mist, which they find through an interdimensional, which brings these giant monstrous things that are like like forty stories tall. That's such a walking great through a town. Theory. Yeah, that this is, is such so a good. And then finally I'm they said we've this. perfected it because we uh-huh. covered up what happened in Hawkins, Indiana. We I'm covered so up what happened in Maine, this. but we recovered the science. And then evil Tim Cook, who is Dodson in Jurassic World Dominion, yep. yeah. is the one who actually found the DNA that was able to recreate the dinosaurs and then eventually recreate the crickets. That is how the dinosaurs came to exist. Not a mosquito stuck in amber, but rather an interdimensional. Portal connected what from Stranger like Things. So wow. here, I, I just wow. really like how they're like, no, 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 a mosquito and amber. That doesn't make any sense. It has to be interdimensional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the logic yeah, it, it needs to revolve around this like telekinetic girl. <laughs> I think that is the perfect place to end the episode. Uh, so, um, as you heard it, Stranger Things ties into Jurassic Park. So, the future of Jurassic Park is already happening. Uh, if you've watched the latest season of Stranger Things, with one more to come. Uh, so good. Yeah. So, uh, for Cannon Fodder, my name is Ed. I'm Christina. Parker. Anthony. And I'm Matt. And, and this, this is Cannon Fodder. This is magnificent. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and, and screaming. <laughs> <laughs>